0: just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw God's Spirit descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from the heavens said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am
2: and Agnes. I, I'm going to disappear here for a second, grab the stand. I'm coming back. I love, love, love when Genesis kids read scripture, so thank you for doing that. And Agnes, I really gave you a long passage this time, didn't I? Thanks for rocking that. She mentioned that this morning. I know, it was, I know, it was like a lot longer. Well, thanks for doing that. Well, today, well, good morning. So nice to see all of you again. Greetings to those of you who are joining us online um, <clears throat> or watching this in replay later. Um, today's one of my favorite days in the life of Genesis and in the cycle of the church calendar. Um, we celebrate new beginnings today at our church. We celebrate new beginnings on this day um, marking Epiphany, which commemorates the Magi's arrival to visit Jesus bearing gifts and following a star. So you'll hear the word star a lot in our conversation today. And we celebrate new beginnings birthed out of centuries of waiting for Jesus as we encounter his baptism and his anointing as the promised one. So, you know, it's kind of just a robust Sunday for a lot of celebrations and fresh starts. So today you're going to hear a little bit about kind of what I see as an invitation for Genesis in our new beginning. We're gonna hear um, a video response from Regan Van Evenhoven, who is on the road. They were in Florida. I don't know where, where are you? Hello to to the Van Evenhoven family. Um, and you will get to hear her new beginning. Um, and then, um, Pastor Allie is going to lead us this time, though, via video as well, because Miss Junia is not feeling well. So um, hello, Allie, if you're watching. Um, And she's going to guide us through this creative activity around Epiphany. So hopefully you've got, um, I don't don't have one currently, but a little star sheet from Rebecca when you walked in. And if you didn't, when we get to that point, you can raise your hand and Rebecca um, or Dan can maybe pop out and help grab those for you. And then I'm going to invite us to participate in a Star Word activity um, for 2023. Lots of Star Word. I know. Was there some excitement that I said a Star Wars activity? I know. that gets exciting, right? For some. You will likely never hear that from me. I'll just be honest. (laughs) I have sat through that because I love my husband, but that's about it. So what new beginnings am I noticing for Genesis? I, you know, I sometimes, I started to feel a little nervous when I try to hope, when I try to be hopeful, and I think it's the residual effects of our world shifting when everything had to close down for the pandemic. I mean, how do you make plans? How do you have hope, but also hold things loosely? How do you even give yourself permission to dream? This year has been quite a year in the life of our church. We've been chatting about it a bit in staff meeting, like last year at this time, we kind of thought it was all gonna unfold differently, right? 2022 was maybe gonna look different. And honestly, the year and a half before that was life altering as well. We have learned to pivot and pivot and pivot again. And as I sat with this idea of what's Genesis's invitation into newness, I kept feeling a release from reacting We've been doing a great job of that, right? Um, a shift from reacting into a new beginning of hope-filled creating. We bailed a lot of water in 2022 <clears throat> in order to keep things afloat. And I use water metaphors like all the time in all of our staff meetings. I think maybe it was Dan or somebody who said, I can sense you're really, <laughs> really connecting to this idea of water of like, oh, I feel like I'm drowning here or we're bailing water. Or people, some people getting life rafts out and some still there. And, and yet what's emerging for me in 2023 is something new. So it's as if somebody dumped out this box of Free Play Legos, like the little ones I have here. And at our house, we call them Free Play when they're not attached to a set. So it's just your like random assortment of Legos. And I feel like the invitation for me and for all of us is to build and to create something together. I don't wanna push my Lego metaphor too far. I mean, I I got one Lego set for Christmas and suddenly I'm like their brand ambassador or something, but um, (laughs) uh, when I think of Legos, I think of curiosity and I think of delight. I think of a place to come together and share stories as we build. I think of the fun possibilities that arise out of co-building something together and i think about intentionality and hopeful plans which we could build together again if we need to so we're trying some new things we're building some new things together here in 2023 oshita moore is officially joining our staff this week she's going to be working collaboratively with pastor Allie on our church partnership with roots church Um, for our kids and our families. And there isn't a rule book or a playbook for this, right? There isn't like a script that we found that's super helpful in how you like have two churches that are trying this new thing and engaging small churches and their families in a pandemic. And so it comes out of the dreams of these passionate and creative and gifted women, and it comes out of the kind of like forward-thinkingness of our elders and our staff to try this new thing. It's going to help us, I hope, I have some hope, that will help us to try these new things to support the spiritual growth, the spiritual lives of our kids and our families here at Genesis. We're leaning into new things in the Genesis community. There's newness in that as we create opportunities for us to serve um, with... um, with our Metro neighbors to work to alleviate food insecurity for kids and to continue our partnerships with Brothers Empowered and lean into the goodness that the Riverside Innovation Hub team will be inviting us to in the next several months. And we're stepping into this new year, our new beginning as a group of folks who are showing up in person and virtually to create community, even though we're a small church, and we'll step into these new beginnings, I hope, again, I hope, with a renewed approach to congregational care and the attentiveness that we need to support one another and encourage one another. So while my capacity to hope has been a little rusty in the last few years, I'm kind of hoping to dust that off a little. Or oil it up. I guess if it's rusty, you want to oil Yeah? Somebody help me with it? Yeah. And I'm sensing an invitation for all of us from the holy spirit to open up our imaginations to the ways that we're seeing god show up in our midst so now we're going to hear from regan van evenhoven i'm going to invite will a trusty uh Technology tech guy today thanks will you're
1: gonna have to vamp for a second okay
2: i will vamp for a second and say that once we're done hearing from regan i'm actually going to invite a share out opportunity for you. And I know that we've kind of teased that in the, um, the email, it's in your liturgy. Um, so you can take a look in your liturgy at the little questions there. And when it's time for that, I will invite you, I'll have the little hands mic. And if you have a new beginning that you'd like to share, and trust me, it doesn't need to be polished, right? Sometimes I think we think that before we can share aloud what's happening in our lives, it's gotta be like, you're on the other side and so like it's easy and tidy and clean and what have you. This is a chance to be like this is some newness and I'm not quite sure what the newness looks like yet and that's all right too. So consider um, and of course, oh there she is, no pressure to share but we'll invite you to in just a moment. So let's hear from Regan.
0: Hi there, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Regan Van Evenhoven. I am a member of Genesis and also have the privilege of being a part of our older team. When Kara asked me if I would be interested in sharing for our new Beginnings day, I initially felt this automatic yes, even though I had no idea what I would be sharing. After sitting with some of the questions and writing out what I'll be sharing today, it makes a lot more sense that there's no coincidence on timing. What new beginnings is God inviting me into these days, and how am I responding? So for some context, for those of you who may um, not know or who are newer to Genesis, my husband Nico and I sold our house, um, most of our belongings this fall, bought a camper, and have been traveling and living on the road full-time for the last few months, um, and have no really next steps right now. as far as how long we're doing this, what's next. Uh, the lifestyle that we are currently living was definitely in action from a previous invitation. I left my job over the summer to stay home with our daughter, Navy, who is 21 months old. Um, we had a smaller camper at the time and we were on a weekend trip when Nico and I sat around a fire at night, um, just looked at each other and realized that neither of us could figure out the last time that we sat for a few hours uninterrupted, just spending time together. <clears throat> we wanted a different pace of life for a while and decided that we would try a reset of sorts. Navy was also the other part of the imitation. She comes alive in nature and could pick rocks for hours. She tries to feel the wind and she notices the birds calling out to each other. We wanted to keep fostering yes spaces for her to explore and discover. So while life in a camper was part of the invitation, I'm realizing on this journey that that was just the beginning. During this time, I've been very grateful for the gifts that I can more clearly see. We've been given more time with each other. There's less distractions or to-do lists. There's more space for wonder and traveling to different places um, has brought us to physical spaces that foster curiosity in a new way. I can see what unconditional love looks like in our toddler. Um, We, I lose it every time. We'll all be at the dinner table and she will just randomly reach out for each one of our hands. So we will just be sitting there at the table holding hands and she will just grin or giggle out of joy. I can see how fast we were moving before. It's given me such confirmation that we're in the right space right now. And whenever we have Craved Connection, We have met people at different campsites who a lot of times are not only living on the road, but are also from Minnesota. Time on the road also comes with its challenges. There can be times when we do feel lonely or wish that we could get together with people in the flesh. This experience and time of reflection has allowed me to take space, time, really sit with my thoughts, beliefs, doubts, wonderings. And a part of me realized early on that the feelings I've had of loneliness has nothing to do with where I live or what I live in. I felt the same loneliness living in a community with other people, and consistent neighbors, family, or friends. A quote that I've connected with recently is, the deepest form of loneliness comes from being estranged from ourselves, not from others. Since naming this, I have felt a freedom, hopefulness, excitement um, for what God is inviting me into. I have been given the invitation to be fully me in all places, all situations, and all relationships. I've taken some interest in energy related work over the last year and a few different facets that have felt really natural or at home for me. Um, I tried sharing with a couple of close friends how I've just always felt the energy in a room without really knowing the name for that, Um, or how a certain person or a feeling will connect in my brain and I'll feel it in my body at random times and then come to find out later that that very person had something very similar going on at that same time in their life. Or even this camper life. The decision to actually do it, to press the green light was off of intuition. Just this overwhelming feeling I had of it's time. It's different than anything that I've grown up knowing as far as what fits into or maybe is welcomed um, within Christianity, but I found for me that embracing it, leaning into intuition is how I connect with the Holy Spirit. God's invitation for me is that I don't need to hide who I am. I don't need to try to reframe any part about myself to fit into any box because he created me this way on purpose. While intuition and energy is just one example, the notion of exploring and becoming more of who I already am, even if it looks different than what I've known, has overflowed into all areas of my life. And while the initial loneliness may have subsided, I still hold space for the grief that might be coming for relationships I have that won't be able to accept me for me. So how do I respond to God's invitation? I think by acknowledging it and to not run away from times of loneliness. Loneliness was the door I needed to walk through in order to meet my truest self on the inside. And I've been reminded that God doesn't just give the invitation, he's with me when I step into it as well. Jesus had moments when he was alone, he wept, and he was also often misunderstood. But instead of trying to reframe who he was so that people would accept him, he stayed curious He'd often respond to a question with another question. I typically say that I'm a type A person with a spreadsheet detailed with all the next steps, color-coded, all the things. I still love me a good spreadsheet. Um, But for the first time in my life, I have no idea what our next steps are in our living situation, where we'll be location-wise, what career I might tap into. And I can honestly say that I don't have any anxiety around it. <clears throat> which is new. There are less things than I can state as certainty in both life and my faith, and yet I've never felt God closer. So I'm not totally sure what all the details of this invitation God has given are, but I am going to RSVP, yes, Regan, party of one. Um, yeah, so thank you Genesis for being a space where we get to show up, where we can show up just as we are, and there's no shaming or convincing on where it is we should be or any box that we need to fit into um, what A sacred space. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you, Regan. That was so lovely. Wanna clap? Let's clap for her. I don't know if she can fully hear us online, but you can see our hands. People are clapping if you can't hear it. All right. Oh, that was overly hyped. I'm sorry. I said, all right. Okay. You you I, guess, you I have, a, I God, have, you have a lot of energy today. I'm sorry. Anyway, now I would love, we would all love, because we value um, so much the voice of one another in this community, which I love. Um, so if any of you are sensing a new beginning, it doesn't even have to be that profound, right? You don't have to have made a huge life shift, like the Van Evenhoven's have, but um, where are you noticing God inviting you into a new beginning? You can just raise your hand and then, oh, Bob, yes, thanks. Thanks, Kristen, I saw your finger like this. All right, giving Bob the mic. Here we go. Do I need the mic? Yeah, yes, yeah, you know what, yes, so they can hear you online. Oh, okay. Yes. Is it on? Is it Yeah, on? it's okay. on.
3: All right. Is, I will confess this is not so much a new beginning. I'll be as brief as I can. <laughs> my new beginnings are every day. Um, just a quick review of my life, I grew up a, a rebel. I think we had a, a rich spiritual journey in the first part of our adult married lives and family life. And then I found myself in the early 2000s being thoroughly comfortable with my life as a uh, white Anglo-Saxon, non-church-attending, successful businessman. And then someone, and I would say at the time I would have said it was a human, but I, I recognize now looking back that it was love that invited me, God that invited me to an event. The event isn't important, but I took to that event my worldview, which I simplified into three words, us and the That was my worldview. I had it emblazoned on my mind maybe not on my heart but on my mind in 200 point bold type mm-hmm. us and them and the event was a fundraiser for a affordable housing organization what I heard that day what I saw that day and what I felt that day made just universe says take the spiritual journey three steps forward and two steps still struggle, I still have some demons, I will have them for years. But I reflect back, I was in my mid-50s when this first event happened in 2005. It's probably gonna take me 50 years to work this out. So I'm on the road. And I am blessed to be here in a beloved community that as Reagan said, accepts all of us who we are, accepts me.
2: Place to be. Oh, thank you, Bob. Let's give a little hand for Bob, too. <clears throat> Other new beginnings. Sorry, I don't want to run over all of this. Okay, awesome. There you go, Michelle. <laughs> that's really
0: close. <laughs> not, that's not intimidating at all. You can see the back
4: of my head that I ever look at. <laughs> Sharing because I've reread the email so many times. And I was like, I have nothing. I have no words. <laughs> I have I have no inspiration. And then last night, Enoch very graciously gave up our TV time for me to <laughs> word vomit all of the fears I have of starting a new curriculum on Monday. Um, which the invitation is started in August. <laughs> I was like, I want to study geography with my kids. I wanna learn about other cultures and other countries and we'll get a passport and we'll travel the world and it'll be so beautiful, but I can't really do it on my own, so I need something to help guide me. So I picked out this curriculum that I was like, I'm gonna do some of it and not all of it. And then we're it last night and you guys, I am terrified. What my new beginning is, is inviting me in to do something that I've never done before, making it up along the way, but also, I'm terrified of messing up the words. Mm. And Enoch's invitation was so gracious, which was like, yes, I probably am going to mess it up a little bit. And I'm going to say christian things that make me feel prickly, and then I'll have to go back and kind of reword. Or I'm paraphrasing lots of things because it's a Christian curriculum, which also... <laughs> makes me feel like, oh, I don't know. I've deconstructed and taken apart all these things, and I don't know how to put it back together. Cook has invited me to this process, too, because I've reached out to him. like, what? How do I do this without? I I don't even know how to take this this path forward. And I want them to have space to explore and be curious, like Mm -hmm. Rehan said, and I feel like my heart that it's not going to be like that, and I still feel terrified, <laughs> but I also just sense this overwhelming invitation into stepping outside ourselves um, to enter into like, a gracious space of learning about people who are in aren't um, living in Crystal, Minnesota. So very on the spot, unprocessed. <laughs> spot. Well, very process. <laughs> <laughs>
2: thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. We love unfiltered, unprocessed here, so thank you. Other folks experiencing a new beginning. John.
1: Lots of new beginnings happening in our family. Uh, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. I could talk about our business a lot from last, a week ago.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but uh, But, you know, some years I pick a word that I kind of want to have as a theme for my year, and, uh, and sometimes there's a bunch of words I consider, and I just kind of pick the one that seems the most interesting. And, this year, there's been a word that I can't get away from that just is like, there's no other word to pick because this is the one that keeps popping up. And the word is belovedness. And uh, and actually, one of the books I read that kinda has this as an underlying theme through her whole book is Oshita Moore's book, uh, Dear White People. Yeah, and so so that was one of the things that, that also raised it to the surface, but but for me, I just wanted to say that, uh, yeah, I mean, it starts with us embracing our own belovedness, which is, I really like what Regan shared just about, you know, getting comfortable with herself and loving herself, because uh, I feel like we can't really see each other's belovedness. Well, it's not like we can't. But the more we embrace our own belovedness, the more we're able to see the belovedness of others, and uh, and that's what I want for my life and for this community is is that we we not only embrace our own belovedness, but we are.
2: Have a new beginning they'd like to share. (laughs) Yes, Jerry. I have new eyes.
4: (laughs) Yes. And thank you all for praying that I got through it. Um, Not only are the new eyes something I can see with, but it's brought me insight to also think about what Reagan was saying and John and, and um, Michelle, my beloved goodness, my, what am I about? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking, my year is going to be looking at that too.
2: Thank you, you Jerry. Eyes. Thank you, Jerry. And I didn't lose my eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have a real phobia of eyeballs, so I'm just... <laughs> this um, is the benediction we used throughout Advent as we kind of kept this time of our church year together, leading into our new beginnings together for 2023. As you leave this place, may you go knowing that from generation to generation you have been claimed and loved. From generation to generation, God has been by our side. From generation to generation, you are not alone. The God of yesterday and the God of tomorrow knows you by name, loves you, and calls you forth saying, go be the person you are called to be. Love wildly, do justice, and come back soon. May it be so. Amen.